0: Another episode of the Power to Be Show. Be creative, be connected, and be courageous. Worship does not stop on Sunday. happy to be back in the studio again and to be able to have a time of sharing. I am delighted because we have a guest that has been such an inspirational person since I've met her and heard her present at our university. Uh, her name is Dr. Shalette Stewart. She is the founding principal of Stewart Consulting. Uh, she's had some connections with a number of significant businesses, uh, but the main thing that I like about her is she is such a down-to-earth and such a spiritually anointed young lady. So, Shalette, it's so good to have you with us Thank today. you
1: so much, Dr. Bird, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to our conversation.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for what you shared uh, with the School of Business uh, this morning, we had the opportunity of having you share with the Titus. School of Franchising. So uh, how was that? That, Yes, I was
1: so excited to share insights. The topic was the fifth P of marketing, leveraging the fifth P of marketing, which is your kingdom platform, Uh what you stand for as an individual, what your organization stands for. So we had a wonderful turnout, and so I was delighted to share the insights.
0: It was great. It was great having you, you. and also just connecting with some people as well. Uh, Dr. Stewart, really what I like for my audience to do is to get to know my guest, And one of the best ways to get to know my guest is to have my guests tell their story and talk a little bit about who they are, where they come from. So uh, why don't you tell us, tell my audience a little bit about who you are.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I was born and raised in Dayton, Ohio. So your audience will be familiar with the term PK, Preacher's Kid. Yeah. So I am a PN, Preacher's Dece. <laughs> so I grew up in my uncle's church, the Reverend okay. Tommy L. Stewart and who uh, pastored for over forty years. Wow. So I grew up in the church, grew up in a Christian household mm-hmm. uh, with my mom and my dad and my younger brother. So the Christian principles were instilled in me at a very at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I first accepted Christ at the age of ten and was mm-hmm. baptized. Mm-hmm. Later rebaptized at the age of twenty four. Okay. Um, I've been to Israel and experienced that. So um, it's just part of my calling and my worldview. Most of my uh, professional experience has been serving leadership roles with Fortune 100 companies like okay, the Coca-Cola okay. company. And well, don't, hey, don't go there quite yet, though. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But
0: I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I love the fact that you talk about the foundation of your early beginnings <laughs> as a, a child of God, a <laughs> Christian. Yeah. And uh, so you you know that you've given a new uh, term now, you're a uh, P-N. PN. PN. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. so, so all my nieces that are watching this ah, <laughs> broadcast, right. they are they PN. So that's, that's right. good. You, thank you for adding that. That's and right. so hopefully this is pouring into them. So yes. uh, yeah, so PN, <laughs> so the foundation. So it sounds like that was uh, that worldview, the shaping of your Christian orientation Orientation was so important to your growing up.
1: Absolutely. It was the foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful um, to have had it at such an early stage mm-hmm. in my life. It yeah, truly was the foundation. That's good.
0: That's good. That's good. And so uh, having grown up then in a Christian community, family, uh, were, you say Ohio, so have Is that where you started, your education? Talk a little bit about that as well. Sure.
1: So while I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, immediately after high school, I went to California for my undergrad. So I went to UC Berkeley and it was like a second home. We had a lot of relatives there. Mm -hmm. So UC Berkeley for my uh, undergrad. I've lived a lot of places and studied in different areas too. Mm -hmm. Um, Clark Atlanta University, Mm -hmm. um, Harvard University, Mm -hmm. Nova Southeastern University in in Florida here. So Mm -hmm. I've been really blessed. um, in terms of my educational aspects and also just relocating to different markets and experiencing that yeah yeah yeah,
0: that's great and uh, I love the fact that the HBCU the Clark Mm -hmm. Atlanta Mm -hmm. that that kind of connection is so important Uh, and then Harvard now you also not only are uh, a graduate of Harvard, uh, but you also done some t- teaching there yes. at Harvard as well. So, yes. what have you talked about that? That's part of the yes. business uh, school? Or? Business school, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I actually
1: worked full time for Harvard Business School while okay. I was going to uh, Harvard University as okay. a student. Yeah. So, I yeah. said, I'm working for Harvard. Why not get a degree? Yeah. So, the yeah. Lord blessed me to have the time and the capacity to do that. Yeah. But in my role at Harvard Business School, it was more or less a business development role. Okay. So, I was was responsible for designing leadership development programs for Fortune 100 companies okay. on the East Coast. I spent quite a bit of time with chief HR officers understanding their needs and then selecting the faculty to teach in some classes wow. and designing the curriculum wow. with wow. them too. Wow. Did a little bit of teaching but it was mainly business development wow. and I loved it. It was um the impetus and just really supported so much of what I'm doing now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, that's great. I mean, I I mean I have a, a tremendous admiration for for teachers. I, I I teach, and I know what it means yeah. to be able to pour into young people. Then also have them pour into you as yes. a, as a teacher as well. Yeah. Um, so this uh, this calling, then I guess you can sense. Maybe you sense at an early age that teaching was a part of your calling, or how did yes, you get into that? Yes, you know,
1: it's interesting. That? I always um, enjoyed teaching, like as a little girl, teaching to my dolls. Okay. I didn't realize it yeah. was a calling then. It was just my playing. But I truly believe in... For teaching some of your, to your dolls. To the dolls, and yeah. And they didn't talk back. No, they exactly. They were the perfect <laughs> were, students. Right. Perfect students, though. <laughs> yeah. I believe that oftentimes we know that calling, our, mm-hmm. our passions and our mm-hmm. interests, they're embedded. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes uh, God shares those clues when we're very young. Yeah. But we are so young we don't even pay attention. But I would say the impetus for me for really beginning to focus on my calling actually occurred during my tenure Uh, with the fortune 100 company i was serving in a leadership role and i got to the point dr bird where i felt like i was living below my potential Mm -hmm. i was a little bit disengaged um, feeling dis ease Mm -hmm. and that's when i started feeling this calling to write so it was Mm -hmm. more or less to write Mm -hmm. a book versus teaching at that stage Mm -hmm. and the calling became so strong that after a few years i ended up resigning from the company and focusing full-time on writing so that was really my taking that calling seriously and being obedient yeah yeah
0: yeah. i want to talk a little bit about your book Mm -hmm. and a little later Mm -hmm. on but uh i'll Mm -hmm. i'll I'll get there Mm -hmm. in a minute what i'm really curious about is the role leadership Mm -hmm. has played in what your consulting business Mm -hmm. talk about how you got started in the consulting business and uh, the, the kinds of companies and people that you've mm-hmm. connected with as a result of that.
1: Sure. Um, so most of my professional experience has been serving in leadership roles with the Coca-Cola company and AT&T and with Harvard Business School. So all of that past experience really culminated into my consulting. So before I started focusing full-time on my consultancy, I was always doing it on the side Mm. while I was working for Coke or AT&T. And the passions were always around strategic planning and Mm. leadership development. Mm -hmm. So I was actually leveraging a lot of the skills that I was learning at these wonderful companies. Okay, The skills, the the knowledge, the expertise from a Mm Coca-Cola, from at TNT from Harvard Business School Mm -hmm. and just um, compounding them and just growing my consultancy. So I was doing it on the side. And a couple years ago, the Lord led me to resign from my role at Harvard Business School to focus full time on the platform. Mm. So now my consulting firm, Stewart Consulting helps organizations with strategic planning and leadership development. So if a nonprofit needs a business plan developed, Mm. we we support them. Um, If a CEO needs a strategic uh, planning session facilitate. I just did one for it. Mm-hmm. C- CEO in Boston Mm -hmm. and their board of directors. So that's an example. Um, And leadership programs, similar to the one that I had the honor of conducting today Mm -hmm. at Palm Beach Atlantic University. Mm -hmm. So conducting leadership programs. I was just with the top 300 Chick-fil-A operators in Atlanta Mm. last week, Mm -hmm. conducting a program. So it's such a blessing Mm -hmm. to be able to do what I love and leverage all of my skills and abilities and knowledge. A lot that I learned from some Fortune 500 companies uh, in Harvard, but doing it for kingdom purposes. Yeah 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 I, I think that's great yeah. and
0: when you mention uh, some of these companies chick-fil-A for example mm-hmm. that you're you're with all their leaders mm-hmm. and training them what other? uh companies yes. have you worked with?
1: Yes. So on my website, I've listed over 100 clients, but some of the main companies are um, certainly Chick-fil-A, Texas Instruments, mm-hmm. the Coca-Cola company, Bosch Corporation is a new client, mm-hmm. uh, Judson University. I had the honor of serving as their commencement speaker, but mm-hmm. also uh, working on some strategic initiatives mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a number of wow. companies. So I'm you- really blessed. Yeah, like yeah. Harvard Lord. is a client. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's, that's, I left it and now they're a client. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that's great. Yeah. Harvard is a client. Yeah. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so it looks like, uh, God, th- that your gifts have made room for yes. you. and yes. And thank God for, for that, that he's uh, been able to do that with you and through you. One of the things that we uh, stress here at Power To Be is we try to help our congregations, our congregants, to understand the importance of, first of all, using the gifts that God has given, because everyone has a gift. We don't often know uh, what that gift is, but we have a gift because it was been given to us by God and according to uh, in Peter's writing. But not only that, but how does the work we do inform who we are and the faith that we say we know God to be? Talk a little bit about the integration of faith and work from your perspective.
1: Yes, that was actually the impetus for my writing Revelations in Business. Um, I found myself at a point where I was not connecting career and calling Mm -hmm. or profession and purpose. Mm. So I ended up writing the book that I needed Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, I believe that those yearnings, those callings, those desires Mm -hmm. um, that God plants in us, um, they're there for a reason. They're not to be ignored. So for me, the connection between uh, Sunday morning, church and what we do the remaining the Mm -hmm. remainder of the week is critical because if you think about it we spend more time at work than we do with our loved ones
0: absolutely
1: and our careers consume over half of our lives. Yeah. So yeah. I, I share with leaders that it's imperative that we spend what we spend most of our waking hours yeah, doing for most of our lives is yeah. also spiritually wow edifying. I always say we don't have a personal life and a professional life. We have one life. One life. And we yeah. have to make that life count. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because so many people uh have compartmentalized yeah. their their life and their world. Uh so um and so the book that you've written, Revelations in business, which I think is a fantastic title. Mm -hmm. Revelations is revealing something, (laughs) folks is revealing. And, and um, I I think that this would be, in fact, I'm, I've already began processing it that I would like my leaders of the church to be Mm -hmm. able to go through this book. So uh, I would encourage our, our audience to take a, a good look at, This book, because I think what it does is it can help inform the congregation on how to do this integration. Is that right? Absolutely. And
1: particularly if you have members of your congregation who have entrepreneurial desires mm-hmm. or they may be leading teams mm-hmm. or leading families. It mm-hmm. takes you through, how do you develop a plan, yes. a business plan, but based on the Word of God? Yeah. So, for example, if there are uh, congregation members who want to start a business, how do you develop a clear, concise mission and vision statement? Mm. And then what does the Word of God say about yeah. mission and vision? Habakkuk two says to write the vision and mm-hmm. make, it plain make it plain so that all who read it can run with it. Yeah. So it's that balance, and it's yeah. what I need it so it's yeah. biblical principles practical tools real life examples. yeah that so is really that's been blessed. great yeah the uh, book has received a couple of christian literary awards and mm-hmm. the back of it includes the endorsement from dan Cathy, the chairman of chick-fil-a yeah so god yeah, has really opened I, up so I, I many see. so yeah. many doors
0: yeah wonderful wonderful yes. well i'm 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 recommending this to our to our audience, to our listeners. i I want to take full advantage of it now, let me uh, just kind of uh, talk about what can we do uh, to help inspire um, uh, the congregation? What can we do in our in our roles? and uh, to this morning, I heard you talk a little bit about legacy mm-hmm. and I also heard you talk about a platform mm-hmm. so those two things stood out to me yeah um and so first of all uh how did you frame this platform that was in con- Connection with some other Ps. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Could you maybe talk about That's that? That's right. That
1: you recall the four Ps of marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, I share it with the audience that most of us have heard of the infamous four Ps of marketing: mm-hmm. price, product place and promotion mm-hmm. it's the marketing mix and mm-hmm. so your audience who are entrenched in marketing or they yeah. love marketing they yeah. will recall the four p's but in my book i talk about the fifth p of marketing and that's mm-hmm. what i shared with the audience at yeah. the titus center for franchising yeah. at pba today was um your platform and yeah. that means at the end of the day what is it that you stand for as a leader mm. and what does your organization stand for that's kingdom centric uh-huh. that's really um building your legacy mm-hmm. um, that's establishing your legacy. Mm-hmm. So I, I took the audience through some principles of how to establish, how to identify and leverage your platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love this whole idea of leveraging your platform and how important it is that you understand it's for the glory of God, that I kept hearing you come back yes. to that biblical uh, centric idea of God getting the glory. And so many times, I don't think business leaders appreciate that side of it.
1: That's right. I think oftentimes um, the intent is to focus on excellence around the products and services. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Excellence glorifies God. But we have to keep in mind that we are his ambassadors Mm -hmm. in the workplace and in the marketplace. So the products, the services, the businesses, they're not about us. They're about yeah. And we're simply stewards yeah. over the enterprises he's given us. Right. And so I think it's important for us to just be reminded mm-hmm. every now and, and 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 again that we are stewards over yeah. his enterprises. Yeah,
0: that's great. That's great. If 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 you had to talk about the challenges that you have experienced in launching your business, what might be some of the challenges that you have experienced?
1: I believe that many of your audience members who are entrepreneurs and who are um, business leaders will be able to relate. I think one challenge is just capacity. Mm. Um, Oftentimes, as entrepreneurs, we're passionate about what God has planted Mm -hmm. within us. And and that's, that's a good thing. Um, And we're wanting to do so much so soon, so Mm -hmm. early, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes it's just a matter of capacity. Do we have the time to do what needs to be done with a spirit of excellence? Mm -hmm. And that's the key is we serve an excellent God. Mm -hmm. And so we must have a spirit of excellence. And Mm -hmm. so for me, one challenge was scaling back and making sure that I had the time to devote for each and every client. Um, and that may be less clients with higher quality service mm. versus more clients, and then I'm not able to serve uh-huh. them. Yeah. So I would encourage your your audience today to um, make sure that they do have the capacity, the capacity. to I, I, serve.
0: Yeah, I like that, the capacity to serve, mm-hmm. which means that some people may be tempted to want to do more, Right. But they're not really prepared. Exactly themselves. So, right.
1: They may not have the resources or yeah. the, to help them financial resources or maybe even people human resources. Yeah, yeah. To I help was going to say yeah. what kind
0: of resources, yes. but you're right. The financial. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many people talk about wanting to start a business, mm-hmm. but they haven't saved anything. They yes. haven't set aside, you know, the funds and the resources yes. to do that. So capacity is so important. So you. So what I hear you saying. Mm-hmm that it's more than just having the vision. The vision must also have uh, some substance. So faith is the substance Of like, things hopeful.
1: Right. Evidence of things not seen in yeah. faith without works. Right. Yeah. Right, right, so right, right, right. right. So you really have to have a combination.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so 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 capacity, that's yes. that's one. Any anything anything else I would say.
1: Um I encourage the audience and I always encourage my leaders to plan have a business plan. I see so many folks jumping out without a true strategic plan. Um, When God called me to start my business or even to write the book, I started doing it uh, well in advance of even resigning from my roles. Mm -hmm. So if anyone is is in corporate America now and and really wanting to start their own business, Mm -hmm. I encourage that person to work on your plan while you're working in corporate America. Mm -hmm. Have your plan, uh, change your portfolio, start saving so that you can launch out and Mm -hmm. launch out in a strong position yeah too yeah. so and that was the approach that I took yeah. before I took my sabbatical to begin focusing full-time on writing my book I started writing the book while I was working in corporate America mm-hmm. I saved I changed my portfolio so I could take a sabbatical so mm-hmm. I encourage your audience to to have a plan in place yeah
0: yeah have a plan so mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. have a plan in place mm-hmm. yeah and I guess part of that is a short-term long-term goal yes. in the plan
1: absolutely Yes, I I get some
0: markers or something for success. How do you know?
1: Absolutely. I would say in that plan, have your God-given mission and vision. Mm -hmm. And that's what my book takes you through, how to develop the mission and vision Mm -hmm. for that initiative. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your goals? Mm. Um, Competitive analysis. What does the word of God say about market Mm. analysis? Marketing plan, every aspect of a plan to have that in place.
0: Let me ask if there was anything Diff you would do differently. Is there anything as you reflect back on where you are now, can you think about anything that you might have done differently?
1: I um actually Receive that question quite a bit. And in terms, uh, in retrospect, there's not anything I would do differently okay. because I see that so much of the journey that God has had me on has culminated. Like I needed mm. the experience from Fortune Fire, I needed the Harvard experience, I needed all of that mm-hmm. to do what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is a stepping stone for what he'll have me do in the okay, future. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't change anything. I think if I had to change one aspect, it's not really a, an, um, a change in terms of my life, but i I would have received this whole notion of connecting career and calling much earlier. okay. I okay. didn't receive that until um, much later when I was well established in my career mm-hmm. the importance of connecting profession and purpose mm. and not living our lives in silos. yeah um, but yeah. I think that my journey I needed the journey in order to get to the point yeah, where now yeah. I can minister that to others yeah though yeah. but but I, I hope to share those values and espouse those values yeah. to a, a younger generation so that other others will get that younger yeah. a, earlier. Yeah. I in love their that. I love yeah. that
0: because it sounds like and I mean, I I, I kind of process that for myself as well, mm-hmm. that some of the experiences that I've had that I just I thank God for them because there were lessons I learned from that experience. Mm-hmm. So, uh now I really understand what the Apostle Paul meant when he said all things working together yes. for good, good, you know, that's right. for those who are called according to his, his purpose. purpose right so mm-hmm. i'm i'm the I appreciate that, yeah. and so it, it sounds like that's what you're saying as well, yes, yeah, it's yeah.
1: truly a romans eight twenty eight experience yeah, if we yeah. we consider it from that perspective, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no yeah. wasted time in God, yeah, yeah, yes. that's right,
0: so. Uh, The other thing I I was trying to just pick up on some things you said this morning. Uh, One of the things that you talked about was positive in that some of, I mean, when we talk about our platform, Mm -hmm. that it should have a positive uh, spirit to it or character to it. So what do you mean by that?
1: Yes. So, um, Again, your platform is what you stand for as an individual and as an organization. Mm -hmm. So for the benefit of the audience who uh, were not with us this morning, one example of a platform may be uh, creativity. Mm -hmm. So creativity is something that glorifies God, Mm -hmm. do it the right way. It may glorify the mission and vision Mm -hmm. of your company, and your organization, and it's positive. Uh, Another example is care care glorifies God, mm-hmm. glorifies most mission and vision statements, and it's positive. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we want what we stand for to be positive and to glorify God. Mm-hmm. I use the example that's so powerful, the automobile manufacturer mm-hmm. Volvo. Mm-hmm. Most people know when I ask, what, is, what does Volvo stand mm-hmm. for? Everyone says safety, Safe, and they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And that's powerful. Yeah. That I pose that question around the globe, in China, and, and people in China will say mm-hmm. safety. <laughs> yeah. That's powerful. So <laughs> yeah. we as his ambassadors, need to be just as wow. powerful.
0: Wow, wow. What do we
1: stand for as yeah. Christian leaders, yeah. as Christian yeah. ambassadors? Yeah,
0: and that's and I think that's the thing when people can see the positive effects as as believers, as ambassadors. I mean, people want to know how my life can be blessed and benefited. And I think sometimes We want to give people things, but we don't want to give them what this means in terms of the positivity of it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So all that comes with the platform come with the
1: platform uh, right. and being intentional yeah being intentional and cultivating yeah. that platform and yeah. and for the business owners and operators who may be listening to us or viewing mm-hmm. that platform should be integrated throughout every aspect yeah. of your business yeah. so if you're creative you're creative in the way that you interview and you yeah. onboard yeah. and your leadership development and your marketing and, and your PR yeah. everything yeah. that's how you become authentic in yeah. terms of your platform wow
0: I love that. I love that. And then uh, there's something else you said at the end, and you talked about uh, legacy, and you asked a question. I guess you were kind of doing—you had the liberty to just ask the question about what are you leaving or what are you—
1: Yes, what are you uh, doing today today for— Future leaders yeah. who have yet to be
0: born. Right. What are you doing today, today? Yes. for future leaders future who are yet, yet to be born. born? That is so rich. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and that's what it's meant to be to challenge yeah, the yeah, audience and yeah. to challenge leaders to think beyond themselves. Yeah. Think beyond their families. Right. And ask yourselves, what are you doing today to help future leaders who have yet to be born? Yeah. And I shared that. I, I posed that question when I was speaking to a a number of executives at Harvard business school. And one Mm -hmm. gentleman raised his hand and said, what do you mean by that? And I said, you know, there's so many initiatives that you and I can pursue today. Mm -hmm. You're doing it now with your podcast, Dr. Burden and with your ministry uh, that will live on long after you and I are gone. My book, um, your audience members can start a ministry, write a book, write an inspirational song that will live on long after we're gone. And so that's what it's about. Leaving a positive lasting legacy.
0: You know, I I love the fact that you are, you have, put your your ideas in print, writing. I think we've got to encourage more people to put that in ink on, you know, because it is a legacy. Yes. You know, when we're gone... I was I was just thinking that if I could do the quantum leap, you know, there's mm-hmm. this quantum, there's they've had these shows on the, the quantum link where you can actually go in different time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Either right. go back in time right. or go in the future, mm-hmm. and I would love to be able to perhaps go in the future and look back. What difference did I make? Yeah, wouldn't that, that be, would something? be something? That yeah. would be something.
1: I would be fascinated. Yeah, to be able to yeah. see. I would love to be able to see. Yeah, that. yeah. I think perhaps we will. Yeah. Maybe that's part of the glory Maybe that's part of the glory, yeah, to be able to
0: look back and see. Yeah. Well, that's a a thought. Yeah. (laughs) That's a thought. But I just thought that was so important, Mm -hmm. the the significance that you are giving to legacy. And the reason I think that is because um, sometimes, even in ministry, uh, uh, leaders can become so self-absorbed that they don't think about tomorrow and after that. And I think that what you're saying is, wait a minute, what are you going to leave? What are you yes. going to do for tomorrow? And yeah. we're
1: all so busy. We're yeah. all so busy. Um, I shared that, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to the Association of Christian Schools International, a group of 500 principals from Christian academies around the world. And one woman came up to me afterwards, and I had posed the same question to that audience. And she was in tears. And she said, thank you so much for challenging me, because I never think about anyone besides my family. It's me. And what am I going to do for my children, my husband? It's all about my family. I never thought about the leaders who have yet to be born right. and wow. so i think it's important you know iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. so we all sure. i learn from you mm-hmm. and and i teach others so it's important for us to share and challenge yeah, one another yeah, yeah in those ways
0: yeah. um what has been uh the most inspiring group that you, that you have had the opportunity to talk to and how not that uh, PBA is inspiring, but yes, yes, <laughs> <they are. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you walked away and go, wow, that was something.
1: Oh, great wow. question. There's yeah. so many, I've been so blessed Dr. Bird to have just great clients, great yeah. groups, um, men and women of integrity. Um, Cause I, I mean, w- you've
0: taught, you, you spoke with and shared your, your your ideas with so many groups like yeah. Coca Cola and yes and but has any of them just like where you go boy they got it I yes
1: that, yeah. you know um I will say all of my clients are wonderful um, Chick fil A. Tends to stand out. And I think it's just simply because we're so, um, so much in synergy. Mm -hmm. We're um, so much like minded Mm -hmm. that um, sometimes it is a challenge because people think of them as the best practice and they are. Mm -hmm. So my challenge with them is to challenge them to go deeper. Mm -hmm. And so I will push them even deeper and, and we go further and they get it
0: yeah and yeah. and
1: they're right there tracking yeah, with me yeah, too and yeah. they know it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. especially at the local operator restaurant mm-hmm. level they're mm-hmm. so busy but they're, they're open to it mm-hmm. and they see the importance so yeah. that that one stands out That's but i have great. so many yeah. wonderful yeah clients.
0: i think someone asked you a question this morning uh mm-hmm. about the difference in messaging for a secular yes. versus a christian audience yeah and i loved your answer could you kind of speak yes, to that. Yes, I yeah. received
1: that question quite a bit as, you know, how am I able to go into a Coca-Cola or a Texas Instruments or a Bosch Corporation and share those insights? And what I found is that the the principles are still the same. Mm-hmm. So the Bible says that we're to honor those um, who we're submitted to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to a certain degree, I'm submitted to my clients. So when I go in on their properties at their headquarters, I need to submit to mm-hmm. their protocols. Mm-hmm. And so I do, but for a Texas instruments or coca-cola i don't go uh, as deep or as overtly with the biblical scriptures mm-hmm. but i share the same principles yes. so with the hobby lobby or chick-fil-a i can go deeper into the biblical spr- uh, yeah. principles because they expect that yeah. so that's a, a a testament to the god that we serve but, that yeah. the holy spirit does the convicting yeah. our uh. role is just to show up yeah. And to do the assignment, <laughs> do the assignment, and he yeah, does the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So I, I get no I pushback from. But but
0: him. you know, as you were talking, as you were explaining that and giving a, a response to that question, um, I've done some research on Dr. King, and one of the things that Dr. King was so effective at is going anywhere and talking to anybody, and never changing the core meaning of the message yes because it's unif- it transcends it transcends and yes. so and when you said that as you responded I thought which I thought you did a ex- gave an excellent response thank you that it was so true and it reminded me of dr King because he was never criticized yes. uh for the message that he's and oftentimes he would even speak and talk about the, the prophetic give a kind of prophetic yes. word Yes. And uh, the audience, even if it was a secular audience, never challenged him because yes. it had such core values.
1: Yes, yeah. and in fact, the uh, gentleman who posed that question, the impetus for the pre- uh, the question and what he shared was, "What pushback mm-hmm. do I get?" Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure you get pushback, pushback. and I yeah. said, <laughs> yeah. "I don't yeah. really get any pushback." <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I right. think I really don't. <laughs> right. Right. I think it's because the principles the are principles. godly. Yeah, and and God gives us the grace. That's right. You know, and it's That's the right. Holy Spirit. Yeah that anoints us.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. did say pushback. Yeah. I, yeah. I and, at that and I, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't really That's get any pushback, pushback yeah. but I think
1: it's part of the anointing and the grace yeah, of God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think that
0: oftentimes it's, it, unless you've lived it and lived this spiritual, um, life in a way that you've been shaped, sp- uh, formation, spiritual yes. formation yeah. has really Im- impacted your life. that, there is no separation. Right. You're, you're able to speak truth, and truth, even though it may manifest itself in different methods, yes, uh, truth is still true.
1: Absolutely. And that's yeah. what I love what you're doing with Power to Be, mm. because regardless of whether you are in church or at work or um, with school, children in a nursery school or on a flight with an executive. Right. It's still truth. We're yeah. still ministers yeah, of God. Yeah, so yeah. we cannot live our lives in silos. Right. It's, yeah. We're still his ambassadors.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yes. and so the emphasis that we I do, and I often, this, this cup, it was a, uh, uh, a saying, worship, worship yes. doesn't end on Sunday. Sunday. I love <laughs> so, that. Yes. So, so that's right. So, <laughs> right. You know, so that, you know, most of the time people come to church and they say, Oh, I'm at church. I must be a certain way. But yes. then Monday or Tuesday comes and there's something else. But, but it doesn't end,
1: it never and ends.
0: Giving God glory daily.
1: Exactly, daily. Yeah. I, I love um, it, was, I believe Saint Francis of Assisi said, mm-hmm. Preach the gospel at all times and when necessary. Use words. Use words. So even yeah, 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 yeah. our behavior, our be- just right. exemplifying Christ. Exactly. We don't have to beat people up with the Bible. That's we don't even right. have to really uh, share a biblical scripture. That's we right. can just exemplify, exemplify. Christ yeah, in the yeah. marketplace. Yeah, yeah. And th- the
0: other thing, you s- you opened up with a quote Helen Keller. Keller yes, yeah, <laughs> my the, uh, favorite. Yeah. Uh, my family is from the Tuscumbia, Alabama <laughs> area. So <laughs> Helen Keller is, you know, there's a memorial for her yeah. there. But you opened up with if,
1: yeah, I'm Yes, the if, question he the, she was asked is, is there anything worse than being blind? Someone asked her that. Is there anything worse than being blind? And her response was, it is terrible to have sight and no vision. Have sight and no I vision. I love that. that it's powerful. That is a very that's powerful That's my favorite quote. quote. Yeah, yes. that's a powerful quote. I love quote. that. Yeah.
0: And let me just kind of end by the legacy question again. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in your life that you have, that you, I mean, you have nieces, nephews. Have they also taken on this same kind of spirit of of either entrepreneurial or you know? Are there any other people that in your family that are connected in these? I
1: see glimpses okay. um, in my in my niece and nephew. Both are very smart, brilliant. And very goal-oriented. Mm. And so I see them excelling. Um, for instance, he's, he's brilliant when it comes to real estate and, and mm. architecture. Mm. So I'm, I'm now at the point where I can see these glimpses of mm. their interests and their yeah. areas of passion. Yeah. And so my prayer, just like I'm sure your prayer yeah. for your your kids and, and the audience members, for their kids and nieces and nephews, is that they will have a close relationship with God mm. through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because we know then they can't help but excel. That's right. That's but right. that's the foundation yeah. is that relationship yeah. with Christ, yeah. And uh, to your point about legacy, uh, I remember Dr. Charles Stanley mm-hmm. in Atlanta saying that he believes that the greatest legacy of all is a knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that yeah. as well. Yeah. So we can impart that knowledge, the importance of a relationship. Uh, that's half the battle right yeah. there. That's yeah. the foundation, yeah. too. Yeah. And that's so important. I had the honor of serving as the commencement speaker for Judson University right Mm -hmm. outside of Chicago. And I Mm -hmm. shared with the graduates the importance of legacy. So for your audience, not just end-of-life legacy, Mm -hmm. but legacy before you leave one department and go Mm -hmm. to another or one company and go to another, that previous organization should have somehow been edified Mm -hmm. as a result of your having been there. So really thinking of legacy holistically. Yeah,
0: yeah. We leave our markers wherever we go. Yes. That's yes, great. Yes, in, in your
1: 20s and your thirties. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We all have a legacy. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's great. That's great. Well, Shalette, I I Dr. Stewart, I'm just so pleased oh. to have had an opportunity to talk with you and have you, you speak you. into us. And audience. Yeah. It's okay if I had to have a word of prayer. Please. Okay? Thank let's, you. Let's Lord, we are so grateful for the the wonderful gifts that you give. We do realize that all good and perfect gifts come from above. So we thank you, O oh God, for the gift and I, uh, the gift of Shalette. I thank you, O oh God, that you have blessed her in such amazing ways. I thank you for the spirit of grace that rests upon her. I thank you, O oh God, for the anointing that that very Godlikeness is manifested even as she speaks, that there is a sense that she is a person who walks close to you. Thank you for that, dear Lord. Thank you for the words that she's shared. May we take hold of the words and that we can learn and grow and manifest what it really means to be a leader that learns and understands the integration of our faith in everything we do. Thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit that leads and guides us. And we pray, oh God, even as she goes forth in her ministry, expand the boundaries of the work she's doing. Open up the windows of heaven and continue to pour out blessings that she would not have room enough to receive it all. And even as she is receiving, she's passing on, passing on, passing on to others that they, too, would be blessed from the work. We give thanks to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you. God
0: bless you. God bless you. Bless you. Thank you for being a guest on our show. Thank
1: today. you for having me. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you. God bless you.
0: The Power To Be Show. We thank you and we ask that you would take hold of the message that we received today. And I'll see you next week on The Power To Be. God bless you.
1: We would like to thank this episode's sponsor, Living Word Christian Community. Located at 2390 South Military Trail, West Palm Beach, Florida 33415, where Dr. Terrell Bird is the lead pastor. The worship service begins at 1030 a.m. in person on Facebook and Instagram Live.